Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's being brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet this President's Day. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Screaming through a Wednesday. And the wind has died down. Up north, everything's gone. The uh, flagstaff is gone. It's buried under snow, and we'll never see them again. It's all over. If you so watch the news, it's the scariest day ever. Up so there. West Side's still there? West Side survived <sighs> it all. That storm blew through fast, though. Yeah, it did. It's already dry. That's right. They're making a big deal. Like, I keep getting these alerts. I'm like, it's just a little, we're good. We're going to be all right. Uh, and plus, it's Wings Day, for God's sakes. How yes. in the world are we freaking out and it's Wings Day? Uh, Hooters bringing you the Brady Report. And it says right here, Hooters is coming hard. With two specials to choose from. Buy 20 wings, get 10 free. That's for dine-in or takeout. Or all-you-can-eat wings for $20.99. I call that 21 bucks, but it looks better on paper at $20.99. Uh, it's dine-in only. Wings Day Wednesday only at Hooters. Brady, report it. Good Wings Day afternoon to you. Or morning to you. That's folks. right. <laughs> You're already waiting for lunch. Hello, world. <laughs> So much for that 175 8 yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, you know what's so funny? It's like, I mean, I'll take Jay there yeah. today. Yeah, Brady's got a house guest that's... Body visiting. Dr. Dr. Uh, teeth from the Muppets. Is <laughs> First thing Dr. I see, teeth. yeah, I met him yesterday, and he's like, I got two gold teeth. And I'm like, that's what crackheads introduced themselves to say. Why did you, why didn't you just say hello first? Why does he have two gold teeth? Because his parents had him. And he took them and out of their mouth when they passed? or No, he just thought... He likes to show it when he smiles. You know, you can see the side things. He thinks it's a good thing. <laughs> and you pointed out, Jay. What's with the teeth, Jay? Is he a member of Outcast or something? Yeah. I mean, was He's it Andre 3000 staying yeah. with you? Yeah. He's Paul Wall at his house. <laughs> but the first thing Brady says, Jay, you haven't seen him for years. I'm like, no, I haven't, but I do remember you. How are you? I got two gold teeth. He's got two gold teeth. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> Why did you? Why would you say that? We were just talking about because he, you know, they glistened through that conference room. Sure, sitting in there, he was in a conference room shining his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> but just because his parents had him, it's, he's passing. He's it's yeah, a family he tradition. To carry on the tradition to have some. some good, I didn't like, know. You know, I didn't know this because I knew you know Mister Miss Doctor Blazik. Yeah, and I, you know, I guess he. <laughs> They didn't shine like Jay's. I told him, the first thing I said was, you know, we've got a ton of hotels and resorts in the area. <laughs> Nobody wants a house guest. Okay. You could see the discomfort in Dr. Tooth as I told him, you know, Brady's a nice guy, and he, but you need to stay in a hotel when you come into town. It's not like we're in Sholo. So many places for you to stay, independent. Now you got to quietly whack off in Brady's guest room, and you know he's doing it. That's everybody does. Take dumps in Kirby's bathroom. Are you done in there, house guest? What's going on? That is my bathroom. Get out. Dr. Tooth. <laughs> they sent Brady pictures of that yesterday. <laughs> Dr. Tooth, Brady's house guest. That's what's true. <laughs> you, didn't know, you didn't know why I did that? That's why yeah, I was saying Because I, I was on the golf course when it came across, and I'm like. <laughs> why is he sending me these? Because that's your house guest, Dr. Tooth. <laughs> Get out of there. Get out of there. 
Your rapper friend is clogging up the toilet again. He's not a rapper. Yeah, could have fooled me with that mouth. He's doing some projects at home. Oh, you got him working? Yeah, he's fixing a drawer in the kitchen. Why? Just, he wanted to. No, like, he okay. did not. You had to yeah, tell him your drawer was broken. That's what friends do, John. No, it isn't. That's what deadbeats do when they earn their keep. <laughs> Dr. Tooth is God. very... I know, and he should spend some of that money on a hotel or resort. I'll fix a drawer, and I'll live with you for a little while. See, you want to go out to the water well and get a bucket? I've got do- Dr. Tooth for one more day, so I might as well utilize your little house some in the paint, prairie. Some fixing, fixing up. Just stay at a resort. You don't have to paint the walls. You give them a few <laughs> hundred bucks, and you got a room for a week. The kid's good. You can stay with us if you paint my house. <laughs> what a deal! He's fixing the drawer. Why don't you fix the drawer? We'll see if he fixes it. <laughs> or if he doesn't, is, are, are you, you going to charge him? Hit him up for some cash. You didn't really do much while you were here. Yeah, if, he, if he doesn't, if it's not fixed by the time I get home. Hey, uh, Doctor Tooth, why don't you wake up for a second? I noticed that drawer's still all wonky. I'm gonna need you to get out. Good job, Daddy. Got rid of this guy. Go look in the bathroom. He leaves stains like he's an artist. I'm sorry. Ah, ah Daddy's friend has two gold teeth. Good thing for life. Got a couple of basis fun facts. Is he listening now? Maybe. You should just go on the internet. Check out some of the resorts in the area. I wonder how long he spends on buffing the teeth each morning. Like <laughs> Kirby knows. Get out of there! What are you doing? What is that noise? Polishing the teeth, Kirby Derbs. What? You need to get out of our house. But your dad said I can stay so long as I do some handiwork. You are a drifter. Get out. That's what hobos used to do. You got any odd jobs around the house? Give me a room and board. Sure, you can come in fix a couple drawers. I got a cabinet that's hanging sideways. You talk about the open house policy, you know, the Midwest thing. Yeah, you're not there anymore. Jay always tells me, because his house is a, lives on a golf course. Mm-hmm. He's like, whenever you're in town, man, door's open. I don't want to live with you. You want to bring friends and stuff? You can use the house. Oh. I'm so much happier when I go back and visit the family oh. that I get a hotel now Absolutely. instead of staying. It's just uh, so much better. You're not dependent on whatever it is they eat yeah. out of their fridge and their weirdness of that. He's great for leftovers. He'll clean your refrigerator. Well, I'm not interested in somebody cleaning Dr. me out. Tooth <laughs> just, you know, you throw food away. No, not an option. I don't need you rummaging through my fridge either. <laughs> It's like having a productive homeless person living with you. It's fabulous. <laughs> what it is. He's gonna get, it is exactly that. I'm surprised he doesn't have a hobo sack. His gold teeth, a hobo sack, and a screwdriver to fix your screwed up drawers. He's up. Is he texting you? <laughs> Dr. Tooth needs to get a room. That, because especially because, like, if I stayed at your house, Brady, and everybody turns in at nine, <laughs> now I'm the jerk who's got his TV on. It's. I'm not going to bed for three more hours. No, I'm just that weird teenage boy living. I just go get a room. House guest. Yes, I'm listening. Of course you're listening. You got nothing else to do. <laughs> to fix the drawers. <laughs> I'm working on the drawer right now. Good. Earn your keep. Or? It'll, and I know the first thing I'll say, factory finish, right? Yeah, when I, uh, okay, great. And then you know what else? You could have stayed at a room, gotten room service this morning, met Brady for the afternoon. Instead of just staring at his wife and kid. Can we get you anything, Dr. Tooth? No, I'm good. I'll just fix the drawers and take huge <laughs> in your bathroom. Where do you get guests from? Angie's list? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
That's a great added service. Hey, we could have more friends come over. <laughs> yeah, plumber's staying with us next week. Uh, Mr. Bogan, you need me to bust up this shipper robe? Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Dr. Tooth, bust up the shipper robe and make it snappy. Yes, sir. That one more day I could stay if a shipper robe goes and cleans itself. That's right. Bust up my shipper robe. John's landscapers don't need a place to stay. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, Brady would have the landscapers in the house all the time. Guys, come in. You look, it's hot out. We're supposed to be working outside. Well, it's, you look handy. This drawer doesn't seem to want to pull out. What was wrong with the drawer? It, w- it went off the, it broke the railing because oh. it was too heavy. You know, it just needs better. Dr. Tooth can fix that? Yeah. And he noticed Factory that immediately? finish. He noticed a flaw in your home immediately? No, I, I pointed it out for some, Ronnie did for projects because he said, hey, if you for need anything projects. help, you need me help, uh, anything that needs to be fixed around the house. He and didn't she, mean that. She basically said it, you know, because I haven't fixed it. People, it's oh, been there. It was a passive know. aggressive child. Oh, that drawer that's been there for like a year. So she kicked you in the nuts with yes. Dr. Tooth. Yeah, it was a saying, double well, whammy. If a real man wants to do any work around here. <laughs> But no man ever comes in and says, hey, if you need any help around here, you're not supposed to actually give him jobs. Nobody means it. Yeah. That guy doesn't mean he wants to. That guy does. No, he yeah, doesn't. Jay, you say that about everybody. <laughs> he may be amazing, but he doesn't want to do any handiwork at your house. You don't want to do it. Why does he? I guess that's the price of admission to the Bogan Hostel. It's a good deal. It is a good deal. Three hots I'll be and a cow. Except for waking up work. with half a boner and Kirby's in the hallway going, bathroom's mine, Dr. Teeth. <laughs> Sorry about that. I got a little morning sunrise down there. I apologize for you having to see that. Now take your gold tooth and your boner back in your room. <laughs> Can he still get one, you think? Your family knows. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your family knows when he was shuffling out of the room. Into the room. Oh, Christ. <laughs> got he coffee? <laughs> the man with the boner needs a drink. Dr. Tooth, you didn't know why I was sending you those pictures yesterday? You guys led with it. I thought it would be a fun, like, afternoon together. John's sending me all the pictures of Dr. Tooth. The United Nations estimates there were about 95,000 centenarians in the world in 1990. Centurions? I think it's centenarians. Oh, okay. No, I've, we've always said centurions. I think centurions yeah, is century. Yeah, centurions is what we said. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. If centenarians no, is that's... another word. Does that mean hundred year olds? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, it's it's definitely not centurions. No, like, we've not... said that. For I've years. said centurions forever. Yeah. Centurions. Yeah, because it sounds like some Roman hundred year old. <laughs> sounds like a gladiator. I am a centurion. <laughs> I have relieved myself in my drawers. So ninety five thousand in nineteen ninety, more than four hundred and fifty thousand in twenty fifteen. No, it's going to get, the number's going to grow. By 2100, there'll be 25 million. No, there won't. No, there won't. Because disease is going to wipe out tons of us. See, that's what happens with overpopulation and things that last too long. COVID gave us a little test run and said, guys, there's too many of you. We need to thin this a little bit. You ready? And just teased us with a cold. Wait until we have 25 million 100-year-olds spreading their diseases all over the place. Dr. Pepper debuted. Dr. Pepper debuted in 1885, one year before Coca-Cola. No kidding. That was the first one in. Yeah. And Coca-Cola beat them to the punch by adding cocaine to their drink. Upped it a little which bit. Which is why it won. Up that. Yeah, people are like, prunes, cocaine. I'm going yeah. cocaine. <laughs> yeah, I would rather have this, this stuff makes me an insufferable amount. And the other stuff gives me a pep in my step. 
It's also the 43rd anniversary of the Miracle on Ice today. Yep. And the 40th anniversary of Sticks Ruining Music with Mr. Roboto. <laughs> Mr. Roboto. didn't do that for the side. No. Oh. Yeah, I didn't bring it up for a reason. Mr. Roboto was where music went to die in 1983. I and think changed they're in everything. town, actually, because I believe they played in Prescott last night, maybe the night before, and I think Sticks they're in Sticks or Dennis DeYoung? Well, Sticks. Because Dennis DeYoung I would go see. You don't it, think Sticks does joined, the Roboto? Yes, unfortunately. They I think started Sticks, to do it again yeah, after years. Of course, yeah. I think Sticks does. Well, Tommy Shaw realized nobody wants to hear Damn me, me bitch about everything. Right, he wants right. to, They want the hits. And some of the hits, they like Babe, I'm Leaving, they yeah. do that. And he hated that. But I look at Sticks as the band that a bunch of pussies that complained about the guy writing hits for him all the time. And they're like, this guy was a, you know, we were doing a thing on Roboto. And I'm like, you, you could have stood up. Like, one of the guys left. Like you could have stood up and quit, but you took all the money. You 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 sang "Babe, I'm Leaving." You did all the ballads, and Dennis DeYoung became the guy. I don't want to hear Tommy Shaw singing those songs. I want to hear Dennis DeYoung do it. And I watched him on that PBS special a few years ago, and Dennis DeYoung knocked it out. Then he does "Roboto," and it's like, oh, music dies dies again. <laughs> music takes and the they still pay, out of and that song. Oh. The, and that production of Mr. Roboto and oh. that whole album, yeah. Was he wanted to be a Broadway yeah. play? Oh, I mean, he had big, terrible. Mr. Roboto is it. maybe one of the worst hit songs of all time. It is so dumb and so bad. We built this city. Another one. Not not nearly in the category. Of, we built oh, the city is a is the band you didn't want to hear do that. Yeah. We built this city's not a bad song if it was done by somebody other than Starship. I disagree. I think that is. A it's not a good song. Premise, horrible song. It's it's campy pop crap. Roboto. Yeah, you're right. Is, it is on absurdly level. terrible. There's only been one seven foot player in the NFL. Oh wow! I didn't even know there was wow. one. Who was that? Richard Sly. Was exactly seven feet tall and played defensive tackle for the Oakland Raiders one season in nineteen sixty seven. Wow. You could get under that guy's block for sure. He'd push him up in the air. I think I might have done this one before. Iceland has only been in two wars. The age of the Sturlungs from twelve twenty to twelve sixty four. It's a long war. And the Cod Wars. Oh, they fought the fish. From 1958 to 1976. <laughs> the fish they were furious at the fish. <laughs> Who won that? Iceland's still a They've thing and they're still caught. They've only had one casualty. One guy died? In both. Well, you fight fish. Wars. They probably yeah. didn't see Oh, and in, in both wars, they only yeah. lost one, one guy. Casualty. One was 42 years long. And they were on an island. What so kind of yeah, war is yeah. a hell of a war? Were they playing with cards? I'm going to get me. <laughs> I'm going to question <laughs> the uh, record keeping at 1220, 1264. Why? I don't know. If, uh, All right, then your Bible's pointless. Yeah, exactly. If you don't like records. <laughs> <laughs> you just shot your own Bible yeah, in the face. They don't record casualties in the, the oh, Bible. Oh, sure they, they say 10,000. Yeah, well, they did. You know what? <laughs> That's all they did. Wow. Well, Sodom, Sodom, stop, stop talking. No. Just say, you're right. <laughs> throw, I goofed. They didn't throw on. numbers out. They nope. did throw no, numbers out. Now. Here we go. They oh. did throw numbers out on circumcising. What? Yeah, because Joshua took the, I think it's. All right, settle down. Just say you shouldn't have said that. I don't trust the record keeping in the 1200s. Well, well your, old, your old belief system is based on <laughs> believing in records. Record keeping isn't just numbers. The written word, I yeah. believe it's called. Yeah. And that was 300 years after they said it happened. I would like to... Uh, retract it all. Retract it yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> Good move. There you go. 
Sorry, God. Wow. We've reached a new... It's uh, Brady's Crash uh, Wednesday. I think the 1220 to 1264 is more accurate than 1958, right? the Cod Wars. <laughs> I don't know what you're I talking about. I think they're, they're hiding deaths. Just walk through there. it. Just, you're, nope. Here we go. The Cod took no, 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 stop. So first, I'd like to retract in, my statement First, you didn't believe the 1200 just giggle a little bit and go, that was silly. And then move <laughs> you on. Said you're, better. You're, it's getting worse. <laughs> One more thing. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Tell you what I don't believe. Oh, here we go. Wow. The world's largest four-day work week pilot program has wrapped up. Mm-hmm. It took place over six months in the UK. It involved researchers from around the globe, including Boston College and the University of Cambridge. 61 companies participated, nearly 3,000 employees. The companies could choose how they'd structure it, like giving an extra day off per week or reducing the working days in the year to average out to 32 hours per week so it wasn't even a 40 hour uh you know crammed into four days right the only requirement was that they could not cut salaries or benefits the workers would get 100 percent of their pay in exchange they deliver 100 percent of their usual work at the end resounding success yeah for employees and employers and it wasn't just less working hours for the same money. 15% of the employees who participated said no amount of money could convince them to go back to working five days a week. Yeah. Only 15% said four days is better? I tell you right now, if you told everybody. 85% said four days is better. If you told everybody, get everything done Monday and you can have the rest of the week off. Oh. We'd be incredibly productive. I'd be here till Fact 8 o'clock is, on Mondays. 40 hours a week, you kill 20 of them dicking around. Yo. The companies, so it's, it's, you, you get too much time. You need to put people under the gun. And if you do it, they're, they're going to get more done if the threat of being fired is over your head and if you don't get it done. Here's the point of it's not so much even being under the gun. The, the, the companies reported that their revenue stayed broadly the same during the six-month trial, but went up 35% on average when compared with a similar period from the previous years. They also dealt with less turnover, fewer sick days, less burnout. Yeah. People are happy with the employees' yeah. performance. They're more rested. They've got more good things to happen. It's, no it's a fact. Downside. We have too much downtime at work. Yep. Like of you- the 61 companies, 56 said they were continuing the four-day work week oh man and then you know what that leads to which is awesome the three-day work week <laughs> eventually we'll be like we can get this week it's almost named that tune i can get the week done in three days bob hey they do it with firefighters and police sometimes where you work a full shift you work sure 24 on 24 they're insane on. that they i don't are want insane, but they sit around the house a lot they tell us that all but the again time. if you just basically said stuff has to get done from here to here or else Right. You'd get it done. You would never say, I'll do it tomorrow. you got too much time. Half the sales staff, they don't show They're working three-day weeks downstairs. Oh, 100%. And they all say they're working from home. Nobody works from home that hard. You get stuff done, but you're not working. Because you got so much time. It's the office space put it beautifully. I do just enough to not get hassled. Because you demand I'm here all the time. 5% said they're, uh, of the company said they're done with it. (laughs) John Holmberg's Morning Sickness, the 98 KUPD. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Somebody just said, Brady, you realize the fourth book of the Bible is literally counting. It's called Numbers. (laughs) I don't trust the record keeping 1,200 years after Jesus. Except for in that book. Numbers is pretty accurate. Did some Asians in on that one. (laughs) That was written by uh, Brother Quan. What I meant is no, 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 no. This is this is good. You're going to make a bad joke. What I meant is learning about history. Sometimes your numbers, just like everything, could be exaggerated one side or the other. Because what we history goes even today reporting, you know, casualties or saying. But there's a dead. But that's the point I was making when you said I don't really trust the accuracy of reporting back then, except for the Bible was. Years and years prior to that. So you got to be careful when you say, I don't really trust that 1200 is going to give me accurate information. Guy says, Because then everything before that's even worse. Yes. Guy says, Thank Christ, Brady, that you made that rea- that retraction. That was the right call. I'm a heathen, and here are the numbers that I know Cain and Abel, that's one casualty. Sodom and Gomorrah, two full cities. Lot's wife, one casualty. And again, Revelations, yeah. a couple million ish. Yeah. They, they couldn't count to a million real good. They didn't have like a lot of computer. Like you could also revelations is not a couple million. He's crazy. It hasn't happened. <laughs> no, but he's saying that there's the you know the crusades and things that went along with that. There's a lot of stuff that came from that. There's number. There was good keeping. Uh, you just better say that everything's been accurate since zero. <laughs> Otherwise, you negated something. But I'm really- just saying to the Icelandic people, come on, bro. One casualty. <laughs> it does seem low for a 40 year war. Not really sure you were at war. You might have just been in an argument, or Brett, like Brett said, you're just playing cards, and it was <laughs> nah. misinterpreted later through. This is a war, right? We both uh, have eights. War. I declare war. Here's some trendy work tre- uh, work terms in 2023. Copycat layoffs. The idea that layoffs are contagious. When one corporation starts canning people, other companies decide they should do it too. I wouldn't disagree with that. Bare minimum Monday. It's like quiet quitting, but just for the start of the week, you skate by and let yourself ease into it slowly. For sure. Chaotic working. Bare minimum Monday is our half-ass holiday work day. I've been saying that for years. You get that one day, you got to kind of work your way back in. If other people are working, it's brutal. Chaotic working. It's when you break rules at work to help out a friend. For example... Giving them an employee discount or upsizing their food on an order for free. You're talking about some real highfalutin jobs there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shift shock. That's what, when you're excited about a new job. Shift. Shift shock. Because <laughs> uh, I've had <laughs> shock before and it is horrible. <laughs> you're that excited about a new horrible. job. Days, nobody wanted to be in the house that with me. Sounds horrible. Sorry, everybody. I can't, I can't go off this week. I've got a terrible case of <laughs> shock. Shift shock is when you're excited about a new job, but after a few shifts, you realize you hate it. It's work. Boomerang employees. Yeah, that's an easy one. When you go back to an old job. You're fired. See you Monday. 
Career cushioning is the last one. It's when you don't necessarily hate your job, but you start looking for other jobs to, in case layoffs are coming. Hmm. Uh, this guy, Jeff Reitz, he's 50 years old, just earned a Guinness World Record for visiting Disneyland. 2,995 days in a row. It's eight years, three months, and 13 days. His uh, run stretched from 2012 to 2020. His last visit was March 13th. The last day the park was open before closing for COVID. Wow. I was there with that dude. I remember, No, I don't. <laughs> but he was. I was there that day. Uh, they yeah. just now certified it. You weren't there when they closed. You were there the week the before. The day before. Right. Yeah, you were there right before. Yeah. yeah. Not crazy. Um, Do they have an annual pass for that? Because I can't imagine how much that would cost. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, he buys it annual. you got to go a lot to make that worth your while. Um, and since the uh, COVID, he's like, I don't know if I'm going to return to Disney or not again. After he started the straight, he, he was going to start it back up. But he's like, I'm not sure. But now that he got the Guinness World Record, they invite him back to display it. Yeah, He's like, I will, but hasn't picked a date yet disney is another reason that i don't want there to be an afterlife because disneyland's awesome but after a while you're gonna get bored oh oh yeah i don't know how that guy did that two thousand times in a row forever in paradise is gonna be like eventually and what else you got and it's (laughs) got to be inside the park right you can't go to downtown disney and get credit for maybe just show up and tap the sign a couple times. I'm giving you credit. It just seems like after a while you'd be like, "Oh, Disneyland!" Like you get you get tired of great things if you're there too much. That's why I kind of look forward to just everything turning black and there being nothing else. There's an awful lot of effort involved in forever. You just want the lights to go out. I just love the lights to go out, and then I got I got more responsibilities after this forever. No, thank you. Yeah, a woman named Prince taught me that forever is a mighty long time. <laughs> A woman named Karen Green had an original iPhone from 2007, which was still factory sealed. A billion dollars. How much? She had scored a new management job at PetSmart, and to celebrate it, her friends bought her the iPhone. Karen never ended up opening it up. She already had a phone that she liked, and she had a contract with Verizon at the time. iPhones could only be used with AT&T. So she just stuffed it in a drawer? Yep. How much? $63,000. $63,000. Oh, I wow. figured it would be a lot more than that. That's good. That's a nice little ROI on a gift. Does she split yeah. that with her friends, or if that gift is just That was a gift grand. to her. Yeah. yeah. Is she still at PetSmart? Doesn't say. That's a good question. Do you feel obligated? Like if I handed you some sort of innocent little gift and it turned into some $70,000 win that you should probably pop me back a couple no. bucks? No. 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 I would. Gift I'll really take you to dinner. Yeah. That's your dinner. Or something. I, could, I could do dinner. Yeah. So I get you something. So you're just yeah. saying basically I give you a gift, but it's still part of mine no matter no, what. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying that if, I, if it was something that neither of us expected to become valuable like that. Like nobody ever expected that to be an investment opportunity. Like she gave it because to you and said, is "This is going to be worth something someday." But if you find out later that the you know the little the little drawing that this person did turned into like a ten million dollar thing, I'd give you a few bucks. Be like I can't well, believe it. like that, but sixty three yeah. grand. Yeah, we'll go to we'll grand. go to Steak Forty Four. Uh, I'm like, yeah, maybe sell you know, that you like gift you gave me. Couple twenty five hundred bucks and a dinner. <laughs> 
I think I'd hand it. I'd I don't think I'd, I don't know if I'd be mad at the like if I gave it to her. I wouldn't be mad on it if you like didn't. If I didn't. But. No, if I was the giver, I'd be like, "That's great, good for you." But if they gave me something back, I think that would be a nice gesture. Because if they called me to tell me about, "Hey, remember that phone you gave me years ago?" Well, I never opened it, and it turns out it's worth sixty. I didn't want it, by the way. It's worth sixty-four thousand dollars. I stuffed it in a drawer because I didn't want your gift. Oh, awesome! Why are you telling me this? Just to let you know that I scored off that gift you got me. Big time. Big time. Didn't want it. Kind of uh, not a whole lot of grateful coming off of me when you gave it to me. I, I left the tape on it. Last year, uh, this 63-year-old woman, Sandy Crow, lives in Evansdale, Iowa. She came forward with a lottery ticket worth thirty grand. Let's get a picture of Dr. Tooth fixing uh, Brady's <laughs> kitchen sink. Look at that. The drawer. Wow. This poor son of a bitch came all the way out here to do handiwork at your house? Good work, Dr. Tooth. Did he rent a car? No. Oh, this guy's oh my killing, God. He's killing me. <laughs> Who is this guy? He's, he's Get out and look around. What's he here for? To visit me for a day or two. Uh, and what's he here for? Lives here. Okay. Well, what is he staying with he her? Out? He is wow. on Thursday. Why not today? We're I having, had some uh, odd jobs I needed him to do. We're having bro time. <laughs> no, you're not. You're, you're family. Here. You're here. We're and golfing a... yesterday. and He doesn't need to live with you to golf. We golf. I've never stayed at your house. <laughs> we just meet at the you're, golf If you're course. out of town, I would stay at a hotel you're, you're, at the resort we're well, going to go. But I'd at. offer you my house. Yeah, you it's very stay. nice. I know you don't mean that. I don't want to stay there either. So shh, there's hotels. They're much better. You're, so anyway, this broad, Sandy Crow. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Tooth sending me pictures. You know how much he hates this? I'll lay under there and make fun of it too because this is ridiculous. <laughs> I got a picture of the guy laying under Brady's sink working on his house because Brady won't do it. Awesome. You're ridiculous. I remember his old man, his dad was probably in his 70s. Painted my house. He's Organized my garage. To go over there. And it's meticulous. Like Great. Mr. Miyagi trimmed the whole backyard. I'm like, this was a jungle. I thought it was supposed to look like that. Brady had let it go so badly. There was just a pool and growth. <laughs> and I go over there and it's beautiful. I'm like, your yard is huge. I didn't realize you had grass. Me neither. His dad found dad, yard. Dad, you can and, come wow. in now. Yeah, I just figured Brady hadn't had time to do this. Oh, he's got loads of time. <laughs> he's got a TV show over here, Home Improvement. Yeah, dad, oh, he's been improvement. His dad's, ble- <laughs> his dad's <laughs> bleeding like crazy. All chopped up from the Bougainvillea. Torp Crasher. Yeah, I like that. Working at my house for free. It's 1870 know. over there at his house. Get on this program. Put a, no. Put a sign that says mercantile in your house. <laughs> you and Paul Ingalls should be putting this together. So Sandy Crow came forward with a lottery ticket. There's a photo of her getting her giant novelty check. It's worth $30,000. Cops recently got a call about a disturbance at her home. Things went sideways. When uh, they got there, she was arguing with her roommate, 45-year-old Alvin Larson. He was in the middle of moving out, and police overheard them arguing about the winning ticket. Uh-oh. Turned out Alvin was actually the one who bought it. He had Sandy cash it in to avoid having to, uh, a portion of the money seized. His debt? $919 of unpaid fines he owes the city. So he convinced Sandy to say the ticket was hers and promised to give her a share of the winnings. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> pay the nine nineteen, but now uh, it's called lottery fraud. Well, she's accused of fraud, 
and um, he's an idiot. He's also committed fraud. Can't he just give her the ticket and say, I want to give you this? They're both felony charges. How's it fraud if he says, here, I want you to have this? It seems like an easy lawyer Good thing question. to go. He gave it to her as a gift. After he won, he wanted to give it to her. Yeah, she apparently realized she had all the leverage and didn't give Alvin his No, oh, so then he started barking. That's where the problem And when you say Sandy, I picture the squirrel from SpongeBob and Alvin is the chipmunk. So this whole thing Sandy, got very woodland creature on me. Full name Sandy Crow. Let me show you the picture. Oh, God. She looks like a crow with glasses. Ah, she is. <laughs> this is what our friend Charlie Creedle would look like without all the stuff going wrong. Oh, my God. Hey, guys, I just want something great. How are you? That's Charlene Creedle. My girlfriend, oh. my girlfriend, Cheryl Crow. It's not Cheryl Crow, you liar. No. She'd spend it on plastic surgery. This is just not Sandy Crow. Yeah, she looks like Charlie. There's this. Is uh, he still alive? Yeah. Have you heard from him? Yeah. Okay. Invite him down next time. Hold on. How? 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 Uh, uh, not too how long recently? ago, because we had uh, wrestling tickets. He asked for wrestling couple, tickets. Yeah. Oh, okay. He doesn't have my number. Did you get him wrestling tickets? No. Why not? Uh, because he he, he traded uh, two it for days some later. Home repairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll come down and work on your lawn for a little while. Two days later, he goes, "I'm good. I got him." Oh, okay. You were going to get him, but I'd look Charlie, into it. I thought I was gonna maybe maybe we get that uh, trivia going again because he is amazing. <laughs> he is unbelievable. I don't think he's ever failed to get tickets, <laughs> no. whether from us or someone else. Don't worry, my man. One thing hell that. Hey, Brett, love me on the show now. You got any, You got 10 bucks? <laughs> I miss Charlie. Yeah, invite him down, Brady. You can smell what Charlie's cooking. I've got just one Bradio video. All right. Is it of a guy uh, doing odd jobs around your house? No, it's a lady <laughs> golfing at a pro-am. Oh, she's killing someone in the... We talked yeah, about this yesterday. This don't trust... Maybe... Don't trust the good. amateurs in a pro-am to... Oh, right Bugs into in the, the face of the onlookers. Oh, oh this is horrible. This is horrible, right? You know what? Let's, I'm going to hit him all. I'm going to do it again. Oh, God. Listen. Oh, Jesus. that guy's head. Make her cut it out. <laughs> That's what the... the, the yo. <laughs> the gallery yells. Why, it's your fault, gallery. They're announcing that an amateur is on the tee. Double tips. Yeah, get out of there. What are you standing there watching amateurs like that? Wow. Takes his shin out. Wow, that's his leg. Did the other one hit him in the head? I thought I saw a hat fly in there. It was a different Here's number two. Hang together. on. Oh, yeah. If she went two for two, she's after him. Oh, that oh, might have been an ass shot there. He just closing that club a little bit. It's going a hundred miles an hour, thirty yards. Make her cut Direct, it out. Make her cut it out. Stop hitting golf balls at us. I don't trust the pros. Right. Sometimes they sit there and they'll go, "Folks, move back," and they're like four feet from this guy making a mistake. Oh, it's crazy. Well, that's a good one. Brett, what do you got? All right. I got two of them. This one, we'll just say keep keep your head on a swivel when you're riding your uh, when you're riding your scooter. Oh, God. Hang on a second. It might be something behind you to your side. Oh, this is going to be bad. No, nah, this one isn't too bad. The next one. Okay. This is the, this this is is the appetizer. This is, yes. All right. Little scooter swivel action. You guys just riding along again in one of those countries where... Oh, what in the world what did a building that? just fell down on these people? 
What blows up? Something blew up. I don't know what. The, oh. the, the danger guy. of the heavy winds. This today. is Italy in Japan or China. Wait, look, he's got yeah. Chinese writing, but a building blew up like Italians were. Oh. Look, at, look at how he landed too. He's scorpion wow. too. Yeah, he gets blasted like something shoots. Is that a rug? It is a rug. I think because there's the roller. It's a rug. House it is of, a rug. House of rugs blows up. Yeah. And maybe Aladdin's uh, parking job was lands. terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like Aladdin trying to leave, and he crashes oh, the carpet. Ow, ow. Chin checked by the street. <laughs> Face checked. Aladdin crashes the carpet into Asians. He got caught in like a downdraft. We'll finish this with All this right. one. Uh, be careful with fireworks. Oh, no. Uh, Here we go. Oh, in the face. Oh, he's lighting it in his mouth. Does this have sound? Uh, oh, God. He's oh, lighting Dr. Tooth. Yeah, he needs his F- Dr. Tooth. Oh, he's M-80. got a... It's, it's one of the Spinks brothers no, no. is uh, lighting a... Two of them in his mouth at the same time. He's got no teeth already. This is bad, Brett. This is not going to end well. What is he? Spit it out. Spit it out. Spit it out. Oh, here he is afterwards. There he is with his entire jaw blown off. another... uh, Oh, my sweet God. That's a different guy. (laughs) You don't believe in the record keeping of that either? Brett's fake face of death. Uh, Yeah, okay. Skeptic Brady, man. What? Digging in again. Come on. Come on. It's not even in 4K. I don't believe anything's real until 4K. Just got Rick rolled. What in the world? How can anybody believe in that nonsense? I need proof to believe in something. (laughs) The numbers just don't work. You're asking me to have faith that that's real. I need concrete evidence, damn it. I'm going to waste my time believing in that. That would make me gullible. There you go. Well done, boys. Well done. There goes your Brady Report. Go enjoy Wings Day at Hooters. Thanks, Hooters. You've been listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. You can drive away in a brand new Chevrolet this President's Day. Visit valleychevy.com for details.